0: are live eric butler we are live this is real welcome back to unauthorized opinions uopod.com like share subscribe it's
1: pure propaganda
0: and it's super cringe by the way an unopened can of orange soda just chilling in the parking lot i was like yeah i gotta vote for trump dude
2: it's great here a lot of fat chicks and a lot of (laughs) screaming.
0: your podcast sucks it's mental mate whoa 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 so many things to talk about eric
2: Bro, you gotta give me some more time. I like was wasn't even ready, so like. What do you mean? To... It's
0: five p.m. Eastern yeah, but, time.
2: But I gotta alert the audience and you know get, get our, whatever. Do it live. We're doing it live.
0: That is the nature of the show. What did you do over the weekend?
2: <laughs> well, the weekend is not over. Um, of course, working. Working mm. just a little bit, but also. I made I made the terrible brutal mistake of agreeing to help somebody move <laughs> and I am paying for that <laughs> already um, I didn't you know usually it would maybe in 2 days sometimes but I'm already very, very sore so it's going to be a, t- a rough 2 or 3 days before cuz I look I'll be honest with you I'm completely out of shape so I wasn't really <laughs> ready for all that he- <laughs> I wasn't really, really ready for all that heavy lifting but here we
1: are
0: I what was lucky enough to go see. I went and saw Tony Hinchcliffe uh, live in concert in Toronto with uh, one of my favorite comedians of all time as well. Already, uh, William Montgomery, the Big Red Machine. They were Is both that great. The, um, yeah,
2: that's the uh, kill Tony guy, right?
0: I- You're right, exactly. Okay. Ginger guy, beard, bald. They were both amazing. Um, can't lie. But I've decided, I was a little off to the right-hand side in the second row. I've decided that I can't go to comedy things or anything unless I'm in the front. I can't handle doing this for two hours. My body just can't handle it anymore at this age. Um, so I need to be <laughs> in the center. I'm thinking about Tim Dillon in December. I think he's coming to Toronto. So if I can get... And I have a taste for near the front now as well. So I can't back off of that. can go back. No, so well, I need to be a, somewhere in the middle. That's it. true. I can't go there's back. Seinfeld joke
2: about it. yeah, <laughs> go back. Have you ever flown yeah. first class? No. Well, I have, and I can't go back exactly.
0: now. You don't know what you're missing. <laughs> I've personally never flown first class either, but I don't think I've ever flown economy either, where it's like super cramped. I used to fly saw the... a lot more when I was in the military.
2: The guy, that that MF right there is not real. You never never sat back there in the back of the plane with the reptilians? I mean, I've
0: sat... Yeah, but it wasn't like... they. I don't think they had economy class 10 years ago or 15 years ago where it's like... Even if they did, it was never like a terrible situation. I have flown on those, you know, prop engine planes for short distances out to the east coast of Canada. And they weren't cramped. It's just it was a small plane and you feel like you might die the whole time. I laugh when that happens, also- by the way. It feels like a roller coaster to me, where other people are just like thinking they're gonna die or praying or something. I'm do I'm the guy going whoo-hoo-hoo, when we're shaking all through the air.
2: Well, I'm just curious now that I'm, I'm thinking about this live in real time. Um, you know, they're trying to ruin this young lady's life. Uh, maybe okay, maybe not ruin her life, but for whatever reason, the media needs us to know that she lives in a big house in Texas. And yes. from the video, I I may or may not be. You know, I don't. I don't have all the details, but it looks like she was sitting in the very back of the plane, typically where the bros mm-hmm. would be sitting. You know, so we'll, doesn't matter. Maybe um, it was the last minute you know, thing. DM- yeah. Well, the DMs are still open. You're looking good. Shoot me a message, and we can work it out.
0: You're still. You're still shooting their shot, they say. Uh fairly new phrase that, and I'm. Uh, I already don't like it because um, <laughs> I because so- I saw some sort of meme or clip where some. Woman was like, said, Shooted your shot. And I was like, I can't accept this language. Can't well, accept it. Yeah, that's the... not how it's supposed to. I'm, I'm also noticing
2: in real time, live as we speak, that Instagram is doing some new things with the story reposts. I'm, I'm learning a lot in front of your eyes right now.
0: There's lots to learn. I don't know if, um, okay, Getter is working. We're live on Getter. We're live on Rumble. Rumble's been very good to us so far. And of course, YouTube, Twitter, and uh, Twitch. And if you're listening on any of the podcast channels, Google, iHeartRadio, Apple, and my favorite Spotify, kudos to you. Please give us a five-star rating. Share it, and uh, we will love you long time. Now back <coughs> to the meat of the order, because it's baseball season and the Jays are hot. Um, hopefully they can do something here in the, in the playoffs and uh, make it to the playoffs first and foremost. But Barack Obama his biographer wait h- hang on what what I missing... The... are you gonna
2: link this story to the blue jays or is that no. completely different no. okay I just said I it's baseball sure, season you're... I don't okay.
0: I already forget what I said but it's baseball season Barack Obama Um, It says, quote, I make love to men daily, but in the imagination, given that this is the former president and how people surrounding all the ex-presidents seem to disappear. Considering the chef that died lately, we're going to be very litigious here and make sure we're quoting everything properly. Um, But this is from a biographer of Barack Obama. The New York Post um, posted this. I think it came out from... It wasn't Axios. It was somebody else who reported it first. Maybe they'll mention it. But biographer for Barack Obama has exposed a letter that Obama wrote to a girlfriend when he was 21 and in college. So before he was married. And it's wild, Eric. Let's get uh, your reaction from this. Former President Barack Obama wrote of his androgynous mind. Okay, we can skip that that stuff because they're just giving it away their lead. 1982 is the year. He's 21. He's in college. He's writing a letter to his ex-girlfriend. The biographer's name is David Garrow. He gave a long and winded interview. Okay? This is the quote from Obama that everybody's talking about, and it's wild. In regard to homosexuality, I must say that I believe this is an attempt to remove oneself from the present. A refusal, perhaps, to perpetuate the endless farce of earthly life. You see, I make love to men daily, but in the imagination... Obama, then 21, wrote to Alec, Alex McNear in November 1982. So we'll reread it again. There's more, though. I must say that I believe, in regard to homosexuality, that this is an attempt to remove oneself from the present, a refusal, perhaps, to perpetuate the endless farce of earthly life. You see, I make love to men daily, but in the imagination. And there is his lovely wife, Michelle and there's his ex-girlfriend i guess this alex lady my mind he goes on quote my mind is androgynous to a great extent and i hope to make it more so until i can think of terms of in terms of people not women as opposed to men but in returning to the body i see that i've been made a man and physically in life i choose to accept that contingency so eric this means to me in my completely legal opinion as in I'm legally allowed to have this opinion and I'm not feeling suicidal that (laughs) he, he says, I make love to men daily in my imagination. And he kind of wishes that there wasn't a difference between men and women as explained by him saying, I like to think of terms of people, not women as opposed to men. And uh, my mind is androgynous, but in returning to the body, And physically in life, I choose to accept that I'm a man by contingency. So he has gay fantasies. He kind of wishes that we didn't have to separate people into men and women because he's attracted to both. And that he's accepting that he's a man and that he can't really be both. So that it wouldn't be weird. Because if he could be both at the same time or nothing in between, non-binary one might say, then it'd be more normal for him to be attracted to men as well as women. So I think, Eric, in my respected opinion in politics, I've been in politics 68 years that I think Barack Obama is saying he wishes he was kind of non-binary, even though that probably didn't exist back then, because it would be more normalized that he's attracted to men and women. What are your thoughts on this? What are you taking from these quotes?
2: Well my first question is why right now? what's going on i mean we had eight years of obama we had trump we got biden why is this happening right now that should obviously be the number one question why is this an issue at this particular juncture are they going to try to play it to their advantage when they maybe prop up michelle obama but secondly I don't want to get too conspiratorial or tinfoil hat or whatever you want to call it, but I mean this makes perfect sense, right? Not only are we seeing this whatever how 30 years later, 31, however long ago it was, we're seeing this and they're obviously trying to make it regular. So maybe maybe he was ahead of the curve on that. It's just completely demonic and satanic. And this is just something that they do, right? Like the weirdo Baphomet statue that has you know it's a man, it's a woman or whatever. I don't know. They're just weird Satanist creepy people. And it's par for the course, bro. Like I don't I don't know what to make of it. The most important question is why is this happening right now? And I would pose that to you. What is it? It's election season, but is this the is this the right wing conspiracy, nut jobs coming out to to bash Democrats? What is the what is the purpose of this right now?
0: I can't say that I'm sure, but obviously you're right. This is either to distract from something or it is to make them look better in the eyes of the leftists who say, oh, that's great. But, uh, oh, you're not straight. That's wonderful. So maybe. Um, But I.
2: I mean, I'm just I'm thinking about like. Maybe this is just, um, you know, right. Every other time they pretend they're going to do something to Hunter Biden and they just indict Donald Trump. Like maybe this. is Yeah. Just a diversion. I mean, yeah.
0: The the Hunter stuff is interesting too. I still don't think anything's going to happen with that. If you didn't, if people didn't hear no. Hunter Biden is getting an investigation to him from the Department of Justice, which I think will just be let's focus on how bad Hunter is and leave Joe alone. But let's read a bit more of this, see if it gives us anything else. The um author does say something a little funny at the end. Uh, McNair, who dated Obama during his year at Occidental College in L.A. Later, redacted the salacious paragraphs, which the Pulitzer Prize-winning historian Garrow hunted down and included in his tome *Rising Star*. The letter is currently owned by Emory University, which doesn't permit it to be photographed or removed. Instead, Garrow's friend Harvey Clare described transcribed the paragraphs by hand and sent them to the author. I think that's so it just could a just be fake. Photo. It could. It
2: could, in theory, it, it could, could be. be completely fake.
0: In theory, yes. Claire provided the redacted portion of the letter to the Post.
2: But also, I mean, is it... Maybe we're reading just way too much into it, and he's a weirdo, and he always has been a weirdo, and all the jokes of Michelle actually being a man are true, and here we are? I mean, I don't know. I I cannot stand these people. It's so disgusting. (laughs) They're all so disgusting.
0: Um. Here's the historian and biographer Garrow said there was nothing u- unusual about Obama's youthful musing. So he's basically saying, don't kill me. This is normal. He says, quote, I'm a historian, not a psychologist, but I think it's, quote, public record news that a vast, question mark, majority of human beings have sexual fantasies, exclamation point. So he's saying whoa, it's whoa, normal.
2: Whoa, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, a sexual fantasy is way different from just wishing you there, there were no men and women or or wanting to be, like... Uh, look, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds here, but, but there's, you know, maybe as a little boy, you would fantasize about Britney Spears or something like that. That's completely different from saying, I wish men and women didn't exist. And, like, yes. l- let's stop trying to put those into the same box because...
0: <laughs> yeah, we're talking about a 21-year-old man in college having fantasies about being with men and wanting to be and he's saying his mind is basically androgynous no different between male and female and he wishes that reality reflected that men and women weren't different essentially and that for now he's just gonna i'm just gonna accept that i'm a man for now maybe in 50 years or 40 years we will stop (laughs) recognizing the differences between men and women almost as if eric you i think one more thing i think you could take this as a little bit of a window i mean he's 21 years old obviously your opinions change vastly he goes to law school he has kids he has a wife um and he does all this stuff and your opinions change but this is still an adult person having these thoughts about i mean like i like we were saying is it normal like it would be more normal for them to just have gay fantasies, right? Like it'd be more normal for a gay guy to have g- who isn't out of the closet, to have gay fantasies. But for somebody to have a fantasy about being and saying that their mind is androgynous and they wish, wish the world reflected that in whatever terms he used, that's pretty weird. That's pretty off, um, off kilter belief system or thought process that a tiny percentage of people have, uh, Gen Z a lot more. So they say, but it's so tiny that maybe he's brought that through his life now and that's what that's why we're moving in this direction. a lot of people think the Obama still control a lot of stuff he still goes out and he still uh, supports candidates left right center Stacey Abrams um, not really Hillary uh, Joe Biden a little bit but there are candidates that he has gone out and supported so it's not like he's not in the politics game and people do still have rumors that a lot of his people are still in places where they're pushing and pulling stuff. So maybe this is something he's carried through his whole adult life and he has made wanted to make it a point, you know, for the rest of the world to conform to him, because that's what we see from these types of people right now. Let me go to any bathroom I want. Let me get married to anyone I want anywhere. Um, Pride parade, nudity anywhere, anytime books for your children, drag queens for your children. This is sort of, you know, in line with what we're seeing now today. Don't you think?
2: Absolutely. That's yeah, of course exactly like it's almost as look and you have to give him credit right first i will give him credit for at least acknowledging that at that point in time like i will as sad as it is i will have to acknowledge that i'm just a man okay which can't be said you know it's not the same right now right now people get these delusions and not only are they having their delusions but they're forcing you to capitulate to them as well so kudos to him on that for at least still and also, you have to give them credit for just sticking with it for so long. If we want to go conspiratorial and they've been working on this for so long and, and he's, you know, he's probably just a, a cog in the machine that's been working even longer than him. And I use the example of um, recreational cannabis in California specifically. When you do the timeline, when you look at how that actually happened, is largely funded by George Soros. Way back in the late 80s, they started that. So they work and they work and they work and they work for decades and decades and decades. And they don't care what you think. They don't care that you don't want them to mutilate their child. They don't care about anything. And that's the difference between this weirdo establishment who will run roughshod all over anybody and they do not care versus the more common sense, you know, right wing type of people who, for the most part, and it's getting a little bit better now, but for the most part, they will constantly apologize and backtrack. We saw it sort of with Neo for a little bit, and then he he reversed the apology. But the point is, they get, they get so scared that they will constantly backtrack. Whereas these people, if this is true, if this is in line with something that they've been working on for decades, then that's why they win, is because they do not quit. I can't hear you. I can't hear
0: you. Right, right, right. I wouldn't think that he would be part of working on it for decades. I think it's something that he he might have, I'm not going to say that he does, might have believed and he goes along with it. But that is, he's pretty OG on these thoughts, Eric. So who knows what's happening? Who knows if this is a distraction?
2: But in the grand scheme, if you want to talk about like John Money or all these weird old philosophers from, you know, he could just be in the middle of it. Like that... Him in 1982 could have been them already two decades in. Uh, I mean, who knows, right? Who who knows? It's um outside of this. This is actually. Let me leave it here, and we'll go on to the next one. But this is actually the least one of the least disgusting things that these people have done, right? Like these are the <laughs> same people who are going to tell you that oh, you know, climate change is going to destroy the world, and. and Sea levels are rising, and then by the beachfront property, and, and you know, like that's, that's that's the least disgusting thing these people have done, in my opinion. One of one of the least, I mean, it's, it's a long list. We, we can maybe do you know, do a deep dive on the Obama family, the Clinton, you know, the, these recent establishmentarians, and, and this is you know, it's a drop in the bucket.
0: Bring Anthony Weiner on the show. This could be a distraction from this sh- personal chef that died on the Obama's ca- uh, compound. Drowned in a pond while paddleboarding. I mean, this is all pin in your honor, conjecture, hearsay. I don't know anything really. I'm just a guy talking to a camera right now. Yeah, but that's a, that's a distraction. A point. Like,
2: think about Kevin. Think about Kevin Spacey, right? They they accuse him. Was it Kevin Spacey? I mean, you 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 make a great points. Like, like, oh, I'm gay, and then it just sort of goes away. Like Kevin Spacey, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So you you might be onto something there as well.
0: We all know Eric that paddleboarding is one of the, in a ponds or one of the most lethal things that anyone can do in the world especially when they're in shape young chefs young in quotation marks maybe did a shark with a laser beam attached to his head come out and get him did someone give him the old heave ho did somebody shoot a blow dart at him who's been training for this for 30 years? Maybe a shoe to the head, Eric. What I'm saying is nobody knows quite what happened, but you can be assured that at this point in time, there is a distraction to be to be put afoot, a distraction to be put afoot when something like when they're going to give up the Barack Obama had gay thoughts and androgyny mixed into his mind in college, then that's a sacrifice to get rid of something else. You know, when Hunter Biden um, plea deal goes away and we learn about his secret dinners with Joe in restaurants, when that stuff's being given up, you know, it's got to be something else that's being taken away. Our next topic is they're still kneeling, Eric. They are still kneeling in England. They announced in the English premier league, which is arguably the biggest soccer league in the world. You know, there's Spanish, Italian, German, but the premier league, is you know English speaking, so we tend to focus on that in the Western world. No, you're not a soccer fan, but they have decided they're going to keep taking the knee um, for specific games, anti-racism games, and I th- and I think they got booed as well. You know, um, some stadiums who are less for, uh, forgiving, like in the Manchester's and in the London teams, where when you're going further north or west from those cities, and people don't give a shit about what your your social justice cause is they're booing them. So they're saying they're taking the knee before select mass, uh, matches Two will coincide with no room for racism campaigns in October and April, 2024. There have been people who have said they, they won't kneel, but they'll also take the knee ahead of their first and last games of the season, as well as before matches played on boxing day for some reason, which is really just a holiday in British countries like mine, where things are cheaper because it's the day after Christmas, so there have been players who don't take the knee, specifically an African guy um, and then a British black guy. They say they don't take it because it doesn't do anything. It doesn't mean anything to them. And because they don't like BLM. And here's something I thought was interesting because this is from Sports Illustrated and they've had transgender swimsuit models. The gesture has been used as an anti-racism symbol since the murder of George Floyd. And it's like, you can tell through the ra- the, the, writing It is synonymous with the Black Lives Matter movement, it says. A statement published this week on behalf of 20 captains of the team say they were unified in our belief that discrimination has no place in football. I mean, it happens, Eric. We've seen it. We've covered it on this show where they had monkey chants for a guy and they made him cry. Um, It's happened in Brazil. They throw a banana at a player. Like, this stuff happens. My question is, Eric, why do you need to co-opt an American thing, George Floyd, Summer of Love, BLM embezzling a bunch of money, Uh, lesbian leaders buying a bunch of houses. Why do you need to co-opt a thing that's so abstract in England has nothing to do with anything that's happened there, nothing to do with anyone in their society? They don't have cops killing people for better or for worse in the UK. Accident, not by accident. They don't don't even carry around guns, Eric. Why do they need to co-opt George Floyd stuff when we've seen that they actually have real, and I'm saying real, in both quotes and non-quotes, racist things happen? On their side of the pond, why do they need to borrow stuff from the U.S.? Um, well, <laughs> again, you can't, you could pose that
2: question under the assumption that it's genuine. It's all completely fake. Look, it's completely across on the other side of the world, right? I would have a hard enough time understanding why a bunch of kids in New York City, or what, what are you doing? Why are you, <laughs> why are you? highlighting showing a one. quote anyways keep talking <laughs> well it distracted me i'm like what, I'm, um i would have a hard enough times in new york city are protesting for a guy that you know met his demise in police custody in a state that most of them had probably never even been to so to take it ac- completely across the world makes even less sense and with all that said how did I mean, how did the kneeling even become associated with BLM? Because if I'm not mistaken, the kneeling would have been Colin Kaepernick nearly a decade ago. Right. Like it would have been Colin Kaepernick, you know, well before George Floyd. When he what was I don't even remember what he was mad about. But the kneeling thing like he was the one that put that on the map. Am I mistaken about that? It wasn't even it wasn't there was nobody even knew the word. the, The name George Floyd had that. I, don't, I genuinely don't even remember why he
0: was mad. No. I, remember. I think the kneeling was from Kaepernick. You're right. He was kneeling because he didn't want to stand for the national anthem because uh, oppression, police. He never actually explained it. He just said he can't stand for a f- flag where uh, people in in police departments treat black people this way. Never actually explained But that was it. well, well can,
2: before George Floyd, obviously, Yes, right? people
0: can try to pretend like he had a point. He never explained an actual point other than like vague explanations of oppression. And then I think you're taking that because you're ashamed of your country Then you're adding the black fist is the other thing. I don't think the players are doing that. There have been some players I in my research. There were some players raising the fist, but we're combining hating America with black power and for some reason people don't see that and you combine that with a crooked organization that, that misappropriated hundreds of millions of dollars started by women who don't want families to exist um well at least not the nuclear family and you've got people in england for some reason saying this is something i want to support i don't think they understand it per se i think this is just like you said virtue signaling for the point of virtue signaling and you've got a bunch of british soccer players of course i'm against racism george floyd and terrible things that have happened there's no nuance and everything it's like if you were to, to say that you're speaking out against some uh you know one of the 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 bridge killing or something and, and making it see an anti-terrorist. I don't know. Take an example of something stupid from England that they stand for and completely misunderstand it. And then make your entire billion dollar industry, uh, make a gesture, whether in here it'd be like sitting backwards on a chair, <laughs> sitting backwards on a chair for racial equality in Northern Ireland, Eric. I don't know. Yeah, it's all yeah, stupid. Yeah.
2: So, but can't you, can we at least agree that the, lack of, the lack of reason from Colin Kaepernick is what allows it to now, according to this news site, be synonymous with BLM, because we, for many years, it was just Colin Kaepernick, but without an actual purpose for it, they can just change it. So it's like, dude, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything ever. It's all completely fake and phony. And it's just, um, I, th- I do think on the plus side, that more people can see through it than ever. And I should have would like to tie this in. I don't know if you have the link, but to that Vlad TV post that I sent you about Benny the Butcher. I don't know if you ever heard of Benny the Butcher. You listen to his music. Um, yeah. And there, the point I'm making is more and more people can see through this. So Vlad TV, who is an establishment puppet, right, posted that Benny the Butcher faces backlash for voicing support for donald trump and you can go at last i checked it was like more than six you know 600 most of which are like yeah me too like it <laughs> so so where's the backlash bro there there's no backlash it's vlad tv doing the bidding of the establishment in an attempt to make people still in 2023 still think that boop orange man bad and to to connect this all is as these players are taking a knee, and, and it may be Colin Kaepernick, it may be BLM or whatever it is, people can see through it. It's the media is just force feeding, bro. Like they're just they're jamming it down your throat, and most <laughs> people can 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 see right through it. So they're 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 kind of panicking, and they have a lot of you know. I can't you know we're still building the platform, but. There are millions of podcasts out there who are probably going to dwarf CNN in a, ma- in a matter of months, right? Like a guy like Mark Dice, even, who is rivaling CNN from, as he would say, a laptop in his kitchen, right? So people people are getting hit to this. And, um, you know, I see it even in the small sample size of people that I talk to, like back in you know, Arizona is a little bit more quote unquote conservative, but that only proves the point more because somehow, Katie Hobbs was popular. <laughs> Again, you could drive you could drive any direction for an hour or two in the Phoenix metro area and you might see one person if you get out of the car with maybe a Katie Hobbs tote bag, you're going to see Kerry Lake, you're going to see Trump, you're going to see FJB, you're going to see, you know, guns beer Trump or whatever it is, but you're not going to see anybody. You might have you might see somebody with a mask which is their flag sort of. But the point is, <laughs> even in that place that is, is easily more quote-unquote conservative than the state right next to it, California, they know, and they know that, that Katie Hobbs won fair and square nothing fishy ever happened.
0: It's true, nothing fishy ever happens. Um, I think you're right, the the things that are purposely kept vague so they can perpetuate them from forever like climate change is, you know, the bread and butter. And it's what they should have been doing for a long time. Al Gore should have never made any claims for things that were going to come true. Um, you know, and Joe Biden should have never said any jobs were coming back or he never should have said the border was, was good. Uh, they should make no claims. It would help them very much. um, Let's move on to your guy, Vivek. I don't know why he's your guy, but I'm calling him that right now for the purpose of this segment. It's a little racist. Uh, are you suggesting that you're an Indian American? I uh, don't
2: no, I think it's because he's rapping that you think I might like him or
0: something. Oh, like that. okay. That's your prejudice at work, Eric. So Vivek, <laughs> I just thought this was hilarious and I, and I hadn't seen until today, but Vivek Ramaswamy um, is rapping Lose Yourself, I believe it is. Let's take a look.
1: Now The clock's run out, time's up, hold the plows, and back to reality. Up oh, it goes gravity, up oh, it goes gravity, he's oh, oh, so mad but he won't give up, daddy. He's so mad that he knows, his he's so mad that he's hoaxed, he's so mad that he's hoaxed, he's so mad that he's hoaxed, he's so mad that he's so sad he's so sad he knows, he rolls back to his mobile home, that's when he's back to the lab again, he opens all raps, you better go catch him this moment, I hope it don't catch lose yourself.
0: I mean, that's a solid 30 seconds for Vivek off the top uh, knowing all the lyrics. Are you impressed? Or is he co-opting you know, white society and my people? Uh, Well, this is um,
2: this is, you know, top tier pandering, right? I don't know who it's for. I guess he's now now pandering. I don't know where it is. He's now... Pandering to white people who are very eager to prove they're not racist, so they like Eminem. <laughs> I will say, uh, look, it's a complete mess, and um, I like Vivek Ramaswamy for the uh, for the fact that he is um, putting the screws to Ron DeSantis or Rob, as some might call him. Um, but do I? Obviously, it's very hard. It's you. You would be an absolute moral, trust any politician. Um, but he is, um, I guess, the lesser of a couple, couple evils at this particular point. And, um, but without, you know, I, I'm undecided on Ramaswamy, right? Like, I saw him live at the, at the VT headquarters, and, it, and, and it's all, yeah, it's all very good. Like, you know, it's all very, like, he, he clearly has his finger on the pulse of the culture and what people are actually thinking. But it's just I've become so jaded, and it's we've become so far away from like any of these people being remotely trustworthy. That um, look, bro, I, I I just I just like Donald Trump. I don't know. I think he's funny. Like Vivek is fun for him, but he doesn't have any one liners. He's got no zingers, bro. he's it, like that. Like Donald Trump would obviously never do that. But Donald Trump has his own lane, right? Like his, hes funny. Vivek can talk on stage for two hours, and we're not getting one joke cracked. Like that—that was—that was the entertainment factor for him. And <clears throat> excuse me, I want to say this: um, that was the beginning of the end of Eminem's career. I did—I never liked that stupid song. Not from day one. He had two good albums at the very beginning. Um, was it Slim Shady or Marshall Mathers? Two good albums. That song was not on either one of them. That was the one that took Mega stardom and nothing else after was ever good.
0: Wow. Um, if somebody, This is an name, Iowa fair, by the way. Good,
2: name another good song. First of all, I want to go on record. You can mark the date. I never liked that song. Never enjoyed it once. I don't rap it. Spaghetti, spaghetti, or whatever happens. But name one good song that he came out with after that
0: sure cold wind blows the, and in most of the um relapse album he's got newer songs that are good too off of kamikaze off of uh mur- music to be murdered by this is just a an hour-long argument eric for us to have one day okay um if you had told me that this will uh, f- um three years ago that this was andrew yang just replaced the titles with andrew yang i'd be like yeah i believe it and that's cringe I like Vivek, so I'm way more than Andrew Yang, so I'm very biased. But what I'm saying is, is that this is just like very cheesy and very corny. And it looks like he was signing autographs, and that just came on, and he just started rapping it, which is hilarious. He, I think he wanted his moment there, as all young people uh, imagine themselves as rappers at some point. And uh, I think that's just what he went for and he was at some state fair. I don't know what it's about. Um, they're having fair side chats, which is a play on fireside chats with Republican governor Kim Reynolds as he was signing on stage, signing autographs on stage when the Eminem song started playing, and then snap. I hate when people, like, look how they write this. Here's the lyrics Ramaswamy recited. Ope, there goes rabbit. I don't think he says Ope. Ope. Uh- Anyways, um, well, yeah, if you told me this was Yang Gang, I'd be like, that's so lame, so pathetic, because, you know, it's not believable, but I believe Vivek, basically, I can more so believe that Vivek grew up as the same as me, in the sense that he was listening to this music, it just so happens he made some, like, what, far... What's, a, what's he made billions from again? Like pharmaceutical yeah, uh, technology? Yeah, 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 exactly. A little bit different paths we've taken. But when something <laughs> like that happens, you can't help but be like, hey, I can relate to that as a trailer park person from Michigan. Basically the um,
2: Well, okay. The, the bottom line is if these guys are both doing um, a 90-minute speech or whatever, a town hall, 90 minutes, two hours, whatever it might be. That is him trying to be entertaining versus Trump naturally being entertaining and saying yes. funny jokes off the cuff. Like, so maybe, maybe this, you know, I'm, I don't know. I assume it wasn't planned. The song just came on. They said, but mm-hmm. dude, it, it, I, I maybe, I, maybe I'm biased. Like, uh, you admit you're biased? Like, I, I so it does nothing for me seeing this guy. I would much, no. rather, bro, just. Shoot me like give us a one liner, bro. Like tell a joke. Like, <laughs> you need to be funnier, like this. No, dog, miss me with that. Be authentic. And again, I'm not saying this is inauthentic, but it just comes off a little bit cringy when you could have, I don't know, maybe maybe played off some uh maybe played off a heckler or maybe like dude, you like comedy, right? Everybody loves comedy. You sure wish that this. it was
0: future he started rapping if it was uh future and drake or something you'd be like this is the greatest segment ever i love vivek now but no he's not going to be a guy who comes out and insults people i don't even think and to his detriment if they have a debate i don't think he's going to be mean or critical of anybody on the stage he might say mike, mike pence made a mistake um and he and blah 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 but, but you he can might say a joke? Asa Hutchinson. You can, he's not you gonna can. have a joke because okay. it'll be have to be at somebody's expense most of the time jokes have to be at somebody or something's expense and i think He's vying for his whole uh, his whole bit, I think the whole time was I could probably get make a lot of money, really upgrade my status in you know the culture and also maybe get a vice presidency out of it. Now people have brought stuff up that make me probably not want to see him as vice president. You have to take the good with the bad, obviously, but I don't see him ever insulting DeSantis or Trump, snapping back at everybody. Trump would have a name like Little Vivek for him or something. But there's so many things, like you said. There's so many things he could have lines for. He doesn't have any catchphrases. I don't know what his um his, his campaigns phrases. It's not. It's not even Jeb exclamation point. Um, <laughs> but why are they calling him Ron DeSantis? What's that? What's that bit? Rob. Rob.
2: Rob. Like why name, are they calling
0: him Rob? Yeah. Rob. Yeah.
2: It's just um, it's just a dick respect- disrespectful little dig, bro. It's just it's just like. <laughs> not knowing to game. <laughs> exactly bro um and, and let's look as long as we're splitting hairs here and i don't want to get too deep <laughs> into the weeds but let's because well because you mentioned if he if he were to rap drake or might put him in a little bit like actually cooler factor because they make good music that's not garbage for the last three decades but let's i i feel bad saying this i do because everybody has a right to free speech but Dude, Eminem, mm-hmm. bro, you made songs about putting your wife in the trunk, bro. Like you did. You make you make dark music, dog. Like I'm not here for. He does. like does. I would much rather, as bad as this sounds, and we'll leave it here. Last thing, as you say, I would much rather. As, <laughs> we're talking about the lesser of two evils. I would much rather listen to a rapper talk about his drug habit and liquid heroin than murdering and killing your wife, or murdering your wife and driving the car off a
0: bridge. This is why you're not white, Eric. This is why you were not born white. Because for some reason, white guys like to hear about things that we've never experienced, which is murder, (laughs) which is drug dealing. Um, And sometimes there's a whole genre of you got to kill people or suicide or something that's why all of juice world's fans are are white essentially um i love a <laughs> side note here for juice world i love if you ever watched like the little documentary about him is that nobody knew he was suicidal nobody knew none of his mother didn't know his manager's best friends nobody knew he was suicidal that's like saying you don't know that lil wayne like lean or something like that uh- <laughs> Yeah, it's just wild. Um, what is what is that recent video of Eminem? Well, he was saying, Oh, yeah, he doesn't get why people like Trump. Um, you want to watch that or should we move on?
2: I mean, if you have it, I don't think I saw it. I don't
0: have it, I could find Uh, it easily.
2: Yeah, okay. Well, because there was one, there was one if you want to take a look for it, but there was one a couple years back where he was on like some BET cipher or some sort of weird freestyle thing that he trash. Yeah, and I I don't know if he was just harder for cash. I don't even know why he would be doing that. But he went like, you know, he went full like woke libtard type of like, Mm. you know, I can't do the Eminem impression, but like he was big mad at Trump. But now there is a new one that surfaced where he backtracking on that a little bit. Or I don't know, maybe you can bring it up. But look, the the point is (laughs) uh, Stan was good.
0: Uh. <laughs> well, here is what happened, Eric. If I if I may give you some Eminem etymology, is that after that thing you are talking about on BET aired, um, where he's just like essentially Orange Man bad, in other words, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. On his next album, he mentioned how you know the White House, like Secret Service, comes to visit you when you make threats towards the president, and they did that. And then he said that his fan base was shrinking to thirds as he realized that a majority of his fans are Trump supporters. And he should have seen this coming. That's why if you're an Eminem fan, so much of this stuff is disappointing because he spent years being like the system's corrupt. The media are garbage. Um, they blame me and Marilyn Manson for stuff. Bill Clinton sucks. George Bush sucks. And then all of a sudden the same media that brainwashed people against him in the late nineties, early two thousands, like the people who protested him. Now all of a sudden they're telling the truth. Now all of a sudden CNN is a good thing to watch. And, um, I get it. I think that he sees hey, like watch this and tell me you don't think that he thinks that him and Trump are like the same. That's what I think he's getting. At. Before Go you it,
2: wait, wait, hold on. Before you before you play it, I'm looking at his um, I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now, and this is just very funny about how um, you know they these let you have an original thought. So there's a big banner at the top of his Wikipedia. <laughs> this article's criticism or controversy section may compromise the article's neutrality. By separating out potentially <laughs> negative information, please integrate sections content into the art. It's like, can, can you just give us? I just, I just wanted a list of his what the facts, bro. yeah,
1: like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Talking about Trump, I get too flustered in my head, and the shit that I want to say, there's, there's too many things I want to say at once. So sometimes I start talking and I, and I don't. I'm not able to convey the message the right way because I just get flustered and frustrated. Watching him play to his base that thinks that he cares about them and it's actually the people that he cares about the fucking least. If you're talking about his core being, you know, a majority white middle class, what I don't understand is how in the fuck do you feel like you relate to a billionaire who has never known struggle his entire fucking life I will say this, he talks a good one. And if you're in his base, you're a core, let's say you're going to the rallies or whatever, you watch him on TV, you hear him talking this shit, there's part of me that understands like, all right, he's somehow still got them because he's brainwashing them into thinking that something great is gonna happen. Nothing's happening, nothing is happening. I don't know, man, I get get really flustered. When I talk about it.
0: So he's pretty triggered. I think he's got a point there where he says nothing's happened, but his nothing happened isn't the reality of what I mean. Border encounters went way down, wages went way up, employment went way up. All these things actually did happen. Money from China came back, trade deals went up, et cetera, et cetera, got people in NATO to pay. All these things you could point to. I think what he thinks he's saying is, you know, the whole system didn't change because Trump came in. And I mean, that's because they stop him. I think it's anyone who actually looks into things can should be able to objectively point out, I feel that things are in a better direction with Trump in terms of government control over your life, corruption in terms of. Um, what the media news media gets away with and what the government gets away with and overall, how much money is made by the common person and keeping prices down. But at the same time, when he's saying, how does uh, this guy get on stage and continuously um, convince people that they have something in common with a billionaire? That's you, Eminem. When you go on stage and you sing, (laughs) lose yourself, for example, yes, it's based on stuff you've experienced, in your life, but you've been a very wealthy man since the early, for at least 20 years now. And if you're going to go on stage, 30 or closer on camera, to 30,
2: All right? Closer no. to thirty, dude.
0: He came to- out in 99.
2: Okay. Fine. Fair enough.
0: And you have to imagine the money that takes a bit of time to start rolling in. Right, so, enough. so when you come on here and you're just like, I don't understand it. How are you going to come on camera and be like, I don't understand how anyone can relate to this billionaire. When you're coming out saying, I don't understand how anyone can relate to this billionaire. How come you don't believe me, you guys? I've only got hundreds of millions of dollars and t- and have a song about how my house has an elevator in it. That's what doesn't make sense to me. He doesn't see that the media manipulates other people such as himself into thinking that something's worse than it actually is, even though they th- they did that to him and even though he's in the position now where he has to try to relate to people being... Probably close to a billionaire. Doctor Dre's a billionaire, etc.
2: Um, look, bro. He's obviously. I think what he's trying to do in that clip is he's trying to slow walk back his, you know, slow walk back <laughs> his beat. But Orange man bad. So he's like, okay, I still don't like him, but maybe he's not quite as bad as I thought it was. Like that's kind of what it feels like he's saying. It's like, dude, the oh the media brainwash. Like Trump's brainwashing people. The media's brainwashing people. Yeah, bro. It's look. It's, Let's, when we talk about this brainwashing term that gets thrown around all too often, I think it's fair to say, maybe a decent question for the streets when I would like to get back out there, um, who's more likely, a is far more likely to say, I don't agree with this, I don't agree with that, and this could be done better, versus somebody who's going to famously squeak a pig at you for asking one question. Wh- which is more brainwashed to you?
0: Exactly. And the idea that he... Um it, it's objective Eric. I didn't I didn't grow up in a Republican conservative household in Greensboro, North Carolina or something. I went to where I thought made more sense and had better ideas. It's like saying like exactly what you're saying. If he's going to say who's bra- Trump's supporters are brainwashed, of course there's people who say it doesn't matter what Trump does, he's the greatest thing of all time. But this guy made so Which he actually made a joke about, about that as
2: well, right? This yeah,
0: joke? and yeah. this guy's made songs about trannies and gays and killing his wife and everything, and now he's not coming out and saying they're pushing transgender stuff and gay people all on your children all the time, and the news is corrupting people and lying to you about stuff. He doesn't come out and say that ab- any time ever. He hasn't a couple songs, kind of, said the news media still sucks, because they critic- but only because they criticized his, mu- his rapping ability. But, but instead he focuses he on to, Trump supporters are brainwashed as opposed to, I don't know, everything else that gets pushed in mainstream society.
2: Yeah, but he, does he also sort of have to do this? Because if he didn't, then that very same mob would come after him because today's standards, today's, you know, cancelable offenses on things that happened 20 years ago. So we kind of have. <laughs> to do this otherwise they're gonna say maybe oh remember when you said the f-a-g word like you're canceled for that remember when you said like he, he so he has yeah, to but he's do it i'm still in, well he look i'm looking at it right now he had he can obviously he's not gonna fail it doesn't matter what i, I say about eminem but you had the slim shady lp 1999 you had the marshall mathers lp 2000 and i would give Half credit. I'm not even, bro. He's got a vengeance. I, I would give, dude. Because you're talking about something from 2017. Get get the. There's no way, bro. This man has not made a good song since. If I'm being generous, 2002.
0: That's being generous. I'll start sending you songs. Um, Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan. They don't. They can say whatever they want. Eminem has his own radio station. Like, what? how are they going to cancel him? I get, like, exactly what you say. They could try to do that, but it's not going to affect him. People are still going to, people still listen to Michael Jackson and R. Kelly nonstop. You know what I mean? So that's where I think that is. If he wants to be invited back to the BET Awards and all these other things, then yeah, I guess. But uh, he could easily go on um, whoever in the morning in New York. What are they called? Breakfast Yeah. And be like, oh, the media is brainwashing to you into making your kids transgender. And Charlemagne, the God could, depending on the day, could agree or disagree with him, but he could still get away with it, I think. Um, Let's move on to this post, which is, you know, cultural appropriation. This is Eric Griffin. He's a comedian. He's been on Workaholics and a whole bunch of other great shows. I haven't watched this yet. Let's watch it. Woman asked AI to improve her headshot and it turned her white. <laughs> I mean,
1: this is on note. What improve her headshot? Oh man, dude. Tell me the AI is white without telling me the AI is white. <laughs> From what
2: we've gathered about the world right now, you'll be better off being a white woman. <laughs> it's like, oh man. This, this is, let's chalk this
1: under. The AI needs some work,
0: okay? Well, I don't agree with that. Uh, I'd like to point out that Eric Griffin's wife is like a white Norwegian or Danish woman, tall white woman. But um, if that's what the AI thinks, then that's what the AI thinks, Eric. This is what you've opened it up to. Um, Have people manipulated it? I don't know. But they already put heavy bias into the AIs. I mean, if you go on one of these things, they say, oh, I can't say something negative about... Uh, Joe Biden but Trump is a piece of trash <laughs> like you know what I mean like the fact that we need to go into more detail about making the AI more racist then what has it been exposed to that leads it to believe that way maybe object- objectively and this happens in Asian culture which is a weird thing is that in some Asian cultures being more light-skinned is seen as being better that's why a lot of them wear um Umbrellas, because historically in some countries, if you were darker, meant you were outside working and you were poorer. So, and then uh, you've got Jamaican (laughs) Jamaican people bleaching their skin.
2: People of Asians, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) (laughs) Jamaicans (laughs) bleaching
0: their skin with actual bleach in the Saran wrap. I've seen many things about that. So, don't tell me, Drake, Eric. Well, look. Um, there's, I mean, I'm sure you know. There's been a long-standing feud between
2: the, uh, you know, sort of crunchy, purple, blue, black guys, and and beautiful, lighter-toned skin people like me. Um, so, What's yeah, the guy true. from
0: Chappelle show? Um,
2: Ashley Larry, or which one?
0: Ashley Larry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but look,
2: first of all, let's. Are we just going to completely? Are we going to completely just um? maybe i'd have to take a look at the picture again but are we going to completely eliminate the idea that maybe it was just like a a color correction thing it's ai bro like i don't know if it wants to it's trying to make things more neutral but i will say um as bad as it say, as bad as it sounds um you know how do i put this nicely the, the the white women are in control okay they're basically the reason why new york is falling apart <laughs> They're basically the reason why New York and California mm-hmm. fall apart is because they, they have, however, some way, some way, shape, or form, have gained this power to the point where other <laughs> people are now af- afraid to, to speak the truth, right? So there was a meme going around that a meme going around that simply said, "I blame, I blame white women for everything happening in New York," which is true, bro. I think of a time um, just before I left Brooklyn from work to the train. And there's this like little hipster little coffee shop or something selling masks, selling Black Lives Matter masks for like fifteen dollars or something. And I see the, the a girl, like two girls and a guy, like buying them. And I'm just like, these are the people that are completely they're they've been so trained and so brainwashed and so demented that they don't they genuinely don't even realize that they're about to spend fifteen or twenty dollars on a on a Mask that's like made out—I don't know—some weird cloth that you won't be able to breathe through. It's going to get absolutely disgusting. i are going to put it in the wash because there's a little Black Lives Matter patch on it. And they are the ones. Look, Kathy Hochul, right? This woman, Kathy, as she's known, has been making all sorts of backdoor deals. But what can you say? She's in charge of the entire state right now. Her, her lieutenant governor, Brian Benjamin, who is black was indicted. Think about how bad you have to be doing to get indicted as a Democrat in New York. You either got into a direct altercation, you got into a direct fight with Kickback Kathy, or, I mean, either she she pointed the finger right at you because she didn't like something you were, maybe you were going to blow the whistle on her, or you were just that stupid. Like, you got, you might have got James O'Keefe or something like that. Like, there's no way that a, a black Democrat in New York gets indicted by the feds as Kathy, and then she says, I didn't know anything about that. And and it all just goes by the wayside. We never talk about it again. She's in charge. And she's got minions all over the place in the, in the entire state of New York. So, in a weird way, I don't know if this has much to do with that AI, but in a weird way, I mean, think of Hillary Clinton. They are in charge and they're the ones making sure that you will speak their language. Otherwise, they're going to cancel you. Doesn't matter if you're white, doesn't matter if you're black. Doesn't matter if you're Latina. I mean, you could be. You know, you see all the articles. Uh, the why is why is what, what's it like? Some Atlantic article or something like oh, white supremacy has a new face in the Latino community <laughs> or some something weird like that. Those those are the white liberal women who are doing this. So so maybe if the AI makes that Asian girl look more like a white woman, she is more likely to get a position of power. I don't know.
0: Well, since I'm not a racist like you, Eric, I will say that it's more more so like Western women in general. Because here we have a lot of Indian people and a lot of uh, Indian people share the white woman stance of everything has to be non-offensive. And I've seen that in, in my street interviews where it's uh, mainly the white women and the Indian women who's, who are offended by everything sprinkle in some rich Asian women. Um, all the rich Ukrainian women that come here just looking for a a rich husband, I think. Um, but when it comes to these ideas, look, I was writing about a story last week where it was in green Bay, Wisconsin, where these parents, I think five sets of parents were saying there's a boy playing sports against our little girls. The girls are coming home with injuries and bruises. They wouldn't say the sport or the school for some reason. They said a A ball was, they weren't used to the ball coming at them that fast. I deduced that it was soccer or volleyball. Because why would you be getting hit with the ball so many times, right? So I think it was volleyball. (laughs) And they said that they've never seen speed like that from one of their competitors. They're not used to it. They're afraid. And they don't want to be on the team if this boy is allowed. Um, The Wisconsin, you know, athletic sports said it's they're allowed, they're even allowed to use any bathroom or change room they want, and if the girls have a problem with it, they literally said, Eric, that they should seek counseling. Not only in the way that they should seek counseling, because too bad, so sad, because this is the only thing that they can offer them from the school board, or else they're going against the law. So, if you don't like a boy beating the shit out of you in sports, then go see counseling is basically what they said. And they talked to these parents and who say a bunch of their daughters aren't going to come and try out for this team anymore because the boys allowed to play. You then had two women interviewed who don't appear to have any parents. They didn't say they were parents of any kids in the school. One of them said they were an alumnus of the school. And they said, we just wanted people to know that there are actually people who are siding with the student and believe that you know trans lives matter and these are of course are two white women who want to come out and say who cares i don't care what the little girl thinks you're gonna see that penis you're gonna get beaten up and that and the reason why we support this is We're because we don't want to be to offensive to anybody um, <laughs> exactly you will get hit in the face with a fall fo- with a volleyball you will see a boy's <laughs> penis because you don't want to be you can't be mean. Okay. You stupid little bitch. <laughs> that's what these okay. ladies are saying. And I'm circling back around, Eric, the horseshoe theory. Yes. I'm blaming white women in this situation, but that's how far exactly. it's willing to go. Leah Thomas, big, big old L dog out there. Um, six foot four. If you saw on Bill Maher, he had uh, Riley Gaines on and she's like, he's six foot four. Just imagine what I'm talking about. And what she means is this is a guy, a, a large athletic male, Swinging his hoo-ha around. And if you don't like that, then you're a bigoted person. And that's why, you know, Islam wins.
2: And, and, and shout, out, shout out to Riley Gangs uh, She has that friend now that there, who's that actually, she was, I think she was masked. Like she was, she was yes, anonymous for Daily some time. Yes, by Daily Wire. And up, yeah, and she she came out. So shout out to them. It's just crazy how, how low the bar has gotten, right? Like now you have to like be brave to, to say, um maybe this six foot four guy. I uh, shouldn't be in the women's room, but, but I wanted to, I, I experienced this firsthand on my personal Instagram account has nothing to do with men's penises in the change room. Or... No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I literally just, and then like emojis, like there's very few words even like I buy a new pair of sneakers or, you know, a scenery, whatever. But I was, this was a couple years ago. Um, I saw one of my old friends from San Francisco, a white woman, um, I won't name names. She's probably watching this. shout out to her, um, who posted something along the lines of, "I think this was around the George Floyd time. Like, you know, just listen to your listen to your friends of color. Like, if they say something, just make sure just be there to listen." And I I replied. It was a story post. So I replied to her story post and say, "No, you don't have to do that. It's weird." And in that moment, it, I literally said, "You don't. No, like you really shouldn't do that. It's kind of weird." Um and in that moment into a corner because i'm a black guy telling her not to do this and you just said mm-hmm. that you should listen to your black friends but you won't right <laughs> you won't do it for me you're going to tell me that oh well i still think that this needs to be i'm like no i'm telling you it just seemed like from where i'm sitting like it seems weird it kind of makes you makes me makes me think you think i'm stupid and i think it's weird and she's like well so she didn't back off of it. So she's literally completely ignoring her the advice that she just gave to listen to black people when one black person says, maybe you don't have to do that. It's all completely through the roof.
0: Listen to black people unless it goes against what liberal white people tell me, I should say. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Um, let's check out the chat. Crow Magnin said, one large step for women's rights and most males from every race actually select for lighter skin women. I mean, I don't know if that's true. I'd like to see the study about that. Um, And then God of Squirrels, which is a great name, says why is this the question Obama's answering? Why not answer why we bombed Yemen? Um, It was actually Obama's biographer. So unless he was pre-planning a Yemenese attack and maybe taking out Gaddafi when he was 21, he could have been, Eric. I believe Barack Obama was probably plotting eighty-eight. 800 years in the future. He's a member of the Anunnaki. Um, Planet X, Nibiru, is probably Barack Obama's doing. Uh, Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for commenting. Any final words, Eric? I think we're out of time here. Obviously, the most important
2: thing is to buy my book.
0: Shout out Rumble audience. Shout out Getter audience. Um, Getter has a, a new like internal live stream thing that it can do now have to check that out shout out twitter audience um and shout out everybody on the spotify the spotiverse the twitterverse as oj simpson might say eric fan of oj last thing fan of oj
2: x uh i'm gonna go with no no
0: for me dog shout out simon cowell his face doesn't move anymore
1: turn it up jordan